All right, welcome back once again to New Philadelphia Ministries Bible Study. I'm seated here with Pastor John Matthews of New yes. Philadelphia Ministries, right of here. New Philadelphia Worship Center, and I'm Pastor Stephen Berthelot of New Philadelphia Christian Center. And we're going to start today off with an arm wrestling match. And no, I'm playing. We ain't going to do don't that. Think we, so. We're not going to do that. Uh, but we want to welcome you to Bible study. As always, um, it's such a joy to be back. We were on the mission field last week. Had a great trip One. up in uh, Clarkston, Georgia. Uh, what a blessing that was. And so we're happy, though, to be back here to sit down to, to do this podcast with you guys. Um, as always, if you want to uh, uh, support what you see, if it's been a blessing to you, then please, you know, Let like the video. Know. Yeah, subscribe to the channel. You know, share the videos and whatnot in order that we can put the word out and we can uh, we can spread this word to, to, to more people. Uh, with that being said, I'll go ahead and open up with the prayer. Then I'll toss it over to you as we get ready to talk about Jethro and Moses. Father God, thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to come together, um, to sit down, to to study the word, to speak about some very important topics. Yes, Mentoring is, is definitely one of those. Uh, we definitely need to. Uh, take those types of relationships seriously because Lord have mercy, the type of growth that can come from uh, these mentoring type relationships is just is is exponential. And, and we can really grow and develop in the Lord um, if we're able to humble ourselves and simply sit under someone else. Listen to what they have to say, um, God. So I pray that through this lesson, uh, uh, those who are in mentoring relation, uh, relationships or not in mentoring relationships will just be motivated, God, encouraged that to, to enter into those type of relationships um, to seek them out in order that we can grow uh, and, and be healthy, strong disciples of Jesus Christ. So I thank you for this time. In the name of Jesus, let it be fruitful. Amen. 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 And uh, so we're going to start a series tonight, uh, today, on mentoring. It's going to be six weeks, and we're going to look at particular uh, relationships within the scriptures uh, that uh, are good examples and have uh, good teachable uh, points uh, concerning mentoring. Uh, so mentoring is about investing in others. Uh, God invests in you, and he put that in you not not just for your own self uh, use, but to be used to, to impart and be a blessing to others. And when we tonight we're going to look at Jethro and, and Moses in Scripture, but if the truth be told, mentoring is something that happens all the time, every day, in every walk of life. When you think about uh, businesses, uh, you, you got a young guy that, at a law firm or, you know, uh, or uh, a young doctor coming out of med school, they partner them with someone that is experienced. If you're going into the education field, you're going to be uh, a teacher. Well, uh, as soon as you know enough, they send you to a school to work under a teacher, and, and it's the, the same process of uh, I do, you watch, I do, you help, uh, you do, I help, and then you do, I watch. And before you can uh, pass the, the uh, education program in Florida colleges, uh, they need to see that that transfer has been made. And it's, it's the same thing in sports. For for many years, uh, I was a football coach, and coaching is mentoring. And you 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 take the things that you know about the sport, and you take some kid that you know you know this is a football has never seen 
you know, uh, understood what the sport was about. And the next thing you know, that they are uh, a high-level athlete. So the same thing should be happening in the spiritual. Uh, we, we live in a world where uh, people seem to isolate themselves more. Um, to be quite frank, uh, the evolution of the remote has caused people to make themselves remote from one another and really has hindered the kind of relationships that would help people to grow. Talent, skill, uh, and some things can be taught in solitude, but character is always improved in the mainstreams of life. And if you want a character built properly, then get with someone that has good character. Uh, those relationships are, are things that God will use. And there's just a wonderful story here uh, with, with Moses and, and Jethro. You know, here's Jethro. I mean, at this time, you know, Jethro's no young guy. But he had a father-in-law that was older, more experienced, that was wiser, and was able to help him uh, in this new a role that God had put, even though God gave Moses this, this, this calling, this job, uh, this assignment, it was a great and wonderful thing. There were things that, that Moses didn't know, and God didn't tell Moses everything. God used people, and God always uses people. And we have to give God access to our lives so that he can use us to help others, and even more so, give give God access and give others access so that they can help us. So let's take a look at at, uh, at Moses and Jethro. And the point uh, for tonight's teaching is be ready to give and receive godly wisdom. Be ready to give and receive godly wisdom. Now, uh, let me also make something clear. Even though you may be the mentor, you've got to be ready to receive. It's not just that the, the mentor gives and the mentee receives. It, it works both ways. Uh, there, there are things that you learn as a mentor by mentoring. There are new things because each person that you mentor is different. And there are things from working with different men, mentees that will help you to grow. And uh, I, I want to just encourage you. Uh, I found this to be very beneficial in my life. Always have someone that's a little above you in different areas that's helping you to come up. And always have those that, that you're giving yourself access to and you're helping them to come up. You'll find that your life, uh, your relationships, and the things that you do uh, in life will, will, will benefit greatly from those kind of relationships. And uh, I'm very grateful for the relationship I have with, with Pastor Stephen. Uh, I'm able to share things from experience that uh, I have and from uh, 47 years of being saved and 46 being active in ministry. And, and so... Uh, he benefits from that, but but from watching him and from the, the the things that that I must learn to do to uniquely help him, I grow as well. 
uh, what are your thoughts on that, Pastor? Yeah, I was. I mean, I I was going to chime in and say, you know, this what we have here is the perfect example of of exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Being able, and I'm sure we're going to get in in the lesson as well. Um, you made the point on the mentor side that it's important to be ready to receive and, and learn as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to make a point on the mentee side, just the importance of humility in the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if if I'm not able to humble myself, watch this, I'm going to say it straight. If I'm not able to humble myself before you, then I will miss out on what God is trying to do through you. You see what I'm saying? For me to help me to grow. Yep. If my mindset is only, well, I'll humble myself before God, but I'll humble myself before no man. Yeah. Like, well, how do you expect to grow? Because yeah. God is going to use this man yeah. or this woman yeah. to help you to develop and grow. <laughs> this this man or woman of God, in whatever capacity that might be. So we have to have a heart that is humble, that's ready to receive and hear, you know, what is it that, you know, this individual has for me, pastoring, okay, I ain't never passed a day in my life prior to, you know, 2019. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, uh, um, at least senior pastor as far as passing over church, I was I was an assistant pastor first, but I had never done any of that stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like I didn't know what I didn't know. But, okay, God, this is my, you know, pastor mentor. So whatever he says could be because I don't have any basis to say whether or not what he says <laughs> is right or wrong anyway. Right. So whatever he says to do, just do it. Yeah. Let it play out, and then learn from that. Yeah. And so, but in order to do that, you have to have humility. Because if you don't have it, he's gonna say something to you yeah. that's not gonna make sense. I'd be lying to say everything you've ever said always made sense the first time you said it. Absolutely not. Yeah. But I just did it anyway. Well, you know, and just as important. I mean, of course, the mentor needs to be humble too. Yes, sir. But. I would say one of the things that, uh, you know, at the top of the list of a mentor, uh, helping a mentee, you know, is love. Mm. Mm-hmm. You you have to have a father-mother kind of love, uh, an older brother, older sister kind of love. Yeah. Uh, for for a, a a mentee, if you're if you're mentoring someone. Uh, yeah, you need to be humble too, and not act like you know you you've invented life. Mm-hmm. But man, you know, because I love you, I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. Yes, sir. Because I love you, I want this to be beneficial to you. Because I love you, even when it hurts me to tell you some things, I'm gonna tell you because I'd be unloving not to let you right. know. Right. Um. So. Uh, that that humility and love combination is critical. Crucial, yeah. Yeah. And you know what happens? Uh, people are more humble to those that love them, mm-hmm. right? And people are more uh, more more loving toward those that are humble. Right, <laughs> so, right. So it really, those things really help quite they, a bit. They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. 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 Yeah. Let's jump into the scripture, Exodus 18. And it says, and Jethro rejoiced for all the good that the Lord had done to Israel in that he had delivered them out of the hand of the Egyptians. Jethro said, blessed be the Lord who has delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of Pharaoh and has delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. 
Now I know that the Lord is the is greater than all gods, because in this affair uh, they dealt treacherously with the people. So it starts off with with Jethro just being a witness and being excited about what he's seeing God doing uh, through through Moses. Mm-hmm. So point number one. Acknowledge where you see the hand of God at work. Amen. Acknowledge where you see the hand of God at work. So one of my statements I tell people all the time is when you're trying to get some things, don't make a sandwich. You know, especially if I got a difficult conversation to have with someone, I used to do it all the time when I was managing in the corporate world. I'd have a, a a manager or supervisor under me, and and uh, they they're doing something just not helping out, and uh, and I'd say, hey, let's talk. You know, you got a second? And I uh, say, yeah, what's going on? So you know what? I really appreciate the way you do X Y Z. Such you know. Um, however, it would you would be so much better if you could tweak this area or improve this area. You know that would help you to be more effective and beneficial, and uh, and you certainly are beneficial and effective in in many areas. For instance, you know you're so good in this area, so good in that area, and I just like you to consider uh, what, what what we're talking about today, making that sandwich. Mm-hmm. So I'm acknowledging the positive things. I'm acknowledging, you know, uh, because a lot of times uh, mentees are really sensitive. Uh, to fault, mm. to, to your finding fault. And it's like, oh, I mm-hmm. can't do anything right. I don't know anything. Uh, so wherever you see God working in, in, uh, in that person's life, you need to make sure that they understand that you see, because they may not even see, see that much of right. it. Uh, so it, you want to acknowledge where you see the hand of God at work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to be honest with you, the the mentee really needs to say, well, you know, I see God working in my mentor, so you know that that's that's encouraging. That you know, if 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 God has got that going on in their life, maybe I can get ten percent of that right, <laughs> going on right. in my life. Right. Yeah, that's good. Um, just looking at that, um, as you were speaking, I was just thinking about having being able to be resilient, mm-hmm. um, because. And I like the fact that you put that sandwich on it. I think that's that's important too. Uh, and perhaps it's my background, but I'm quite accustomed to being cussed out. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Not, uh, <laughs> not from you, not my parents, thank God. I ain't had that experience. But uh, but just through coming through the ranks playing football. Right. You know what I mean? Again, just flat out told off by your coaches. Oh, yeah. Which in the end, for me personally, makes me much more coachable because – of the resilience, you 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 we call it thick skin, thick skin, right? Um, but I had to learn that you know what, just because you have had that upbringing and experience doesn't mean everybody has had that upbringing and experience. Mm-hmm. So whereas, perhaps you might even be able to say some things to me in a certain way that uh that honestly don't affect me, but for someone else it might just that's the whole day gone. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. they yeah. lose it. It was that one critical, you know, oh, moment. Yeah. Let, let me get this out the way real quick. 
in mentor mentee relationships, there are those moments where the criticism might feel scathing. It might feel piercing. I, yeah, piercing. I don't want to call it unfair, but it it just feels like man, like okay, I know I harsh. Messed up. Yeah, I know I messed up, but man, you got to come on me like this. You know what I mean? It might feel that certain way. Um, and just for me, again, going back to that football experience, I was always taught as a DB, you got to have a short-term memory. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't uh, uh, make a mistake on the field. Mm. You already know when you get to the sideline what the coach is about to say to you. Mm. So, And you know you're about to get back in there. So if you have that play in your mind for the rest of the game, you're going to keep making mistakes, keep making mistakes. And so in a similar way, that it, it, it's amazing how God used that experience in the experience now and being trained and being mentored and mm-hmm. pastoring. It, it, but it's not even for pastors. It just in any walk in the Christian uh, life, in anything in the Christian life, um, being able to be coached, mm-hmm. being able to be told when you're wrong and not mm-hmm. taking offense to it, but being able, again, to acknowledge God at work. You know, you know? Uh, it's funny because I'm just sitting here listening to you and, and memories are popping up in my head. Uh First of all, since you mentioned it, um, I coached football from 97 to uh, 2012, mm. I think. 2011 or 2012, Keswick Christian School was, uh, was my last coaching job. And uh, so I had anywhere from, you know, 25 to 35 kids every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in 13, 14 <laughs> years, that's a lot of kids. Right. Uh, and so I learned a lot about, you know, how to approach different people. And there were some that if you didn't raise your voice, they just thought, you know, you weren't even serious about what you were saying. Mm, yep. You know, I, my first year as a head coach, uh, I was, uh, terribly, uh, unproductive because I, I was trying to be the nice coach. Everybody else had cussed the kids out. I, you know, I don't use profanity. And, and so the kids just wasn't paying attention to anything I was saying. Mm. So, uh, unfortunately I went in, <laughs> I went and got a couple coaches. Uh, I ain't going to cuss you out, but I know he will. I'm going to cut him loose. Go get him, coach. And, uh, you know, the kids would be, you know, doing things, and, you know, all of a sudden I'd have to go to the concession stand <laughs> or I'd have to go and, and uh, get a hot dog or something. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time uh-huh. I came back, things that was a different what, era. What, what did he say? <laughs> I didn't even want to know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, but yes. but but that's uh, that's good. It, it's so important uh, that you learn how to communicate. But man, mm-hmm. that humility, that and that 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 love. Cause listen, no matter how it's said, if it's if it's if it's important, you want to hear it, right? And you just have to learn to to, to uh, chew the meat, and spit out the, and well, spit out the bone. If you and this that's the going back to the love aspect of it. When you know that they actually care about you, yes. Then what they say to you, even though that might hurt, yeah, you still know you trust the intention that it is for your good. Oh, because my mother and that's was important. Because my mother, when she got angry, oh, she could cuss with the best of them. Mm. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness! I mean, I, I mean, it was piercing, yeah, 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 harsh and all of that. Mm-hmm. And and she would, you know, come with other stuff physical behind. <laughs> <laughs> the cussing would be the precursor okay. deal to all the physical, oh, you Lord. know. But she was trying to get something over. Right. And uh, a little emphatic about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
she knew that this was important that that I needed to get this and I didn't need you know I didn't need to play with this right and just let it go in one ear and out the other so she was going to stamp it in mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh but she knew how important and how long term uh those values of that wisdom would be and uh, uh mentoring others uh, especially as Christians cannot just have impact but mentoring others can have eternal impact. Amen. Yeah, because you know, my mentoring you, 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 you're bringing souls to Christ. Yes, sir. People are getting baptized. People are hearing the gospel. People are making commitments to Christ. So it, it this is eternal. And who knows the people that 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 you're reaching because I uh, have been given the task of, of mentoring you. How many? How many more were they? It's exponential. Yeah. So we really got to treasure mentoring just for the eternal value that it has. Uh, and with that said, is is even on a personal level, um, the scripture talks about making our calling and election sure. Sure, Hebrews. It uh, that's Second uh, Peter. Second Peter. Second Peter one got one it, ten. Yeah. And if you, it, it's interesting because by being mentored, mm-hmm. you help me. It's I have more assurance mm-hmm. that I'm doing exactly what I need to do because mm-hmm. I know I've learned now what to do. Like I <laughs> now I okay when I first started I mm-hmm. didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah. Now at the very least I've learned enough to know what I don't know. Yeah. Now, you know you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's and, and it's like oh my goodness but God I know now. In 2019 I might not have been as sure. Mm-hmm. I could be fess up and be honest about that. Mm-hmm. But right now in 2023 I know for a fact. Yeah. That God put me on this earth for this purpose. Yes. And so so long as I live out this call that he has given to me and I answered, mm-hmm. then I know that I, I will be far from stumbling. Correct. I'll be far from the foolishness I could get he involved won't in let in life. You fall. Right. So so and that has huge eternal impact. Amen. For me, my family, my children. Uh, 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 in all those I come in contact with. Yes, in you know? any way. Yeah. yeah. And that, in verse 14 it says, when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he was doing for the people, he said, what is this thing that you're doing for the people? Why do you sit alone and all the people stand around from morning to evening? And Moses said to his father-in-law, because of the people that come to me to inquire of God. Hmm. Now, in Moses' mind, you know, man, you know, why are you been asking this? I mean, it's right. evident I'm helping people. Yeah. But help is only help. If it helps. If it helps. <laughs> yeah. By definition. Yes. So so uh, Jethro was about to open Moses' eyes to how his intention may have been one thing, but the actual result. In long term, was going to be something else. Problematic, yeah. and that's one of the things that that mentors do. Mentors help others see and articulate problems. Mm. Moses didn't even see the problem, right? And 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 so not only did did uh, Jethro help him to see it, but he helped him to articulate or understand or what understand the problem what is. The problem, right? Yeah, and that, and that's key. Uh, you, one of the things you have to do as a mentor is learn the language of the mentee mm. you know what what do what can i say and how can i say it 
that it gets over yeah, it gets correctly right. to you. See, most people, if they, they speak in terms of how they understand, good communicators always think about the audience. Whatever I say, it, I need to say it in a way that what I'm saying is heard in their language, yeah, understood. Yeah. Uh, th- so that they g- get the right understanding. See, I can tell you, I can give you information all day, but if it's coded in John speak and right. not Stephen talk, mm-hmm. you may not get it. Yeah. So, uh, for instance, uh, my 18 month old uh, grandson. You know, I mean, I-, I can use a lot of big words. He wouldn't understand none of them. Right. So there are things that I can do in sign language and certain uh, verbs I I can use, and he gets it. So if I want him to get it, I've got to say it on his level. Right. Sometimes because it's two adults, well, hey, you know what I'm saying. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Right. Because really we have different reference points. So even if I use the same word or phrase, it may have a different, different meaning. meaning to you. Right. Because the reference points are, are different, right? So, so it was important for Jethro to put the conversation uh, in terms that Moses would understand. Yeah, the, and the other part of that, going back to the C aspect of it, is just understanding that the mentor is will have a, a different perspective yeah. than the mentee, a yeah. more experienced. Per, so, and, and I, when I talk about this type of stuff, I always give an example of a person who's standing on one level. Mm-hmm. And one person who's standing on the fifth or tenth or fifteenth or twentieth level. Mm-hmm. If I say the person on the first level, how far can you see? Mm-hmm. They might have a vantage point that goes out maybe half a mile. Mm-hmm. But you go up five five five, uh, five levels. Oh yeah. Now that person has a perspective that might go out. You know, ten miles. They could see much further. So you have a an ability now because of the fact that you have have that experience. You can look at some. You can see the trouble coming. Because you know what it look, you know what it looks like as it's getting started. You can see, okay, wait a minute. This person said this, and that person did that. Oh, looks like you might have this issue. Whereas, you know, the 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 mentee can't see any of that stuff brewing. Can't see any of that stuff coming. You know, so if you to- stand uh, on a street corner in Manhattan next to the Chrysler Building, and you look around, uh, there's there are certain things that you you can see. Mm. But if you go to the top of that building, mm-hmm. not only will you see Manhattan, but you can see Brooklyn, the Bronx, uh, Staten Island, Long Island, yeah. New Jersey, uh, Connecticut. Right, <laughs> right. right. So, um, and I say that to say this, as a mentor, when you've been to a certain height, you now have that perspective mm. in, in, in your view. As you're saying things, yeah. But again, I got you. You know, the mentor has to remember this person has only been on the block. That just brought me back yeah, to that C.S. Lewis book about the about the the it, the, the the lines. I can't even get into it right now because I'd mess it up trying to yeah. talk about it. But just talking about the level, mm-hmm. the person at the higher level understands things lower, mm-hmm. but the person at the low level can't understand things higher. Never been there. You know, it's. I mean, it goes step and step. Yeah, right but on, can right you see what I'm saying? Yeah, we're on the same corner. Right. See, two, two totally different but things. But you've never been past the first floor. Yeah. Even though you're right there, you can put your hand on the same building. Yeah. But the perspective of having gone to the penthouse and and being and, and look, you can't forget that view. No. 
And so when they're saying this now, now if you were able to look from up there, you'd see something different. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 um, not just distance in the physical, but distance in time in life. Um, you may see as a young father, you know, this may affect my family like this, but having been married tomorrow is my anniversary. Having been married thirty or or the day when you hit this thirty seven years. Congratulations! No, 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 no. You don't see this, you know. Because on up the road, from my perspective, yeah, this is what you're doing, you mm-hmm. know? and uh, so, but you still have to communicate that, that in a way, right? That that they can, you have to paint the picture that they can understand until it. they can go up to the penthouse and, and, and get up the elevator and see it for themselves. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, verse sixteen: When they have a dispute, Moses said, "They come to me." And I decide between one person and another, and I make them know the statutes of God and his laws. Moses' father-in-law said to him, what you are doing is not good. Mm. You and the people with you will certainly wear yourselves out. Even though he was he was doing good, the process was long-term would do more damage, more harm than good. Mm. For the thing is too heavy for you. See, sometimes, uh, let me just say this. You are not able to do it alone. See, sometimes when we pick up something heavy, if we're only carrying it, you know, a few feet, we can carry it over there and put it down. Yeah. But if we have to carry that thing a half a mile, the same thing that we could easily carry a few feet. Yeah, buddy. And we'll have back problems for life. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we'll strain things uh, that, you know, we'll have need surgery for. Mm. And so what, what Jethro was saying, you don't have the perspective to see long-term what, what you're doing. Right. So uh, a mentor has to offer constructive criticism. Yes, sir. He didn't just say, you know what, you're just doing a horrible job. And da, 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 da. No, 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 no. That. That's destructive. Mm-hmm. Constructive is here's what you're doing, here's here's what it's doing, and here's why you want to consider doing something different. And here are some options right. of something different you can do that would be better. Yeah. But to just drop the hammer and say, you know, boy, you is just as stupid as a <laughs> box of rock. <laughs> I don't know how in the world. He, okay. <laughs> he, he, you and, see. And then walk off. And walk off. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> the goal of mentoring is always to build up. Yes, sir. Yeah. Always. Not to tear down. Mm-hmm. To build. That's the goal. Yo, if I'm if I'm effective as a mentor, people around me are getting better. Yes. Always. That's good. So if I do something, again, if I do something in the name of something, but what I'm doing, it it doesn't perform that, then, hey, and, I'm not doing that. And here's where, you know, not, this is a great point because here's where the humility on the mentor side really does come into play. Mm-hmm. Because I, speak for mentees, we probably do some really silly stuff from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so, and I'm saying this uh, kindly, but we probably do some, you know, <laughs> Not silly, so right. silly stuff. Yeah. And I think th- there's definitely that, that, that 
as we all would have this fleshly desire to really like, I got to put this person in their place. Yeah. You know, like what you did is, you know, S T U P I D. And it shouldn't have went down like that. And there's that fleshly desire to, again, to, 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 to let them know just how, you know, out of control it, it might've been, whatever. The, the beauty of mentoring spiritually is you give them a scripture. Yes. Go. That's the beauty of mentoring spiritually. It's mm-hmm. not even about you or them. Uh, it's not. It's not even about your wisdom. Yes, you're imparting the greatest wisdom. Yes, God. Because if they can see the God in it, you know, uh, it's hard to refute that. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It, it it may it, now if, if if they've got foggy glasses and can't see God in it, that, that's another problem. Yeah, but, but if they can if they can see so. Even when I'm talking to uh, my kids, conversations my, with my wife and I, put it in biblical put it in biblical perspectives. Say it in a way that they can see it in God's word as being the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now, uh, and don't get so prideful that some because I've seen people in their pride, they use the word, they twist it, right? So that says what they wanted to say. That's evil. Yeah. Yeah, God God has some things to say about people twisting up and using his word in a, a wrongful uh, and sinful way. Uh, he doesn't care for that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, but tie it to Scripture, and you'll find uh, greater success. Now, here's Jethro, and, and notice now the humility uh, that he's going to use and the tactfulness, the wisdom that he's going to use in presenting a solution. Mm. Now obey my voice. I will give you advice and God be with you. You shall represent the people. Now before he even, before he even goes into the solution, he wants, he wants Moses to be clear on, I'm giving you godly advice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm telling you that you you probably want to do what I'm saying, and and I'm going to give you what I'm saying. But may God be with you because you know, this is going to be a God thing, not just a, a gentle thing. You shall represent the people before God and bring their cases uh, to God, and you shall warn them about the statutes and the laws. And make them know the way in which they must walk and what they must do. Mm. Moreover, look for able men from all the people, men who fear God, men who are trustworthy, men who hate a bribe, and place such men over the people and do it by their ability mm-hmm. and their capability. They're, they may be able to lead, but they may only be capable of leading a certain amount. So they need to be able and capable. Mm. Uh, chiefs over a thousand, the ones that can't do a thousand, maybe there are those that are affected with hundreds, and then there are others that may only be affected with fifties, and then there are some that may be new at this, and, uh, and right now they're only affected with tens. So, uh, Jethro is, is, I mean, he's already thought that, now notice he doesn't just shoot from the hip. Mm. 
more than likely he's he saw this yesterday, thought about it tonight. Right. And when he's presenting this, he's clear and concise. He's not muddy about what's going on. You're going to wear yourself out and the people. Yeah. And what needs to be done, delegate. This is what you need to do because, see, a leader learns that uh, you want to move toward only doing what things that only you can do. Mm. Let me repeat that. Good leaders work toward because you can't always do it. Right. So sometimes it's good to be able to do everything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's the worst thing you can do is do everything. But you, what you want to move toward is making yourself a best use to the people and you do an excellent job of the things that only you can do. And you empower the people, build their self-esteem, and cause them to grow by letting them to do the things that they can do, what mm-hmm. they're able and capable of doing. Yeah. You know, they have a certain uh, ability and they're able and they're they're capable of exercising that ability at this level. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, You know, kind of creating for them these safe boundaries so that you won't you you won't overexert yourself or over or try to overexert your ability. Yes, that's really good. Um, And then also in there, I also just really appreciate how God gives us this template that God will use someone else to get a message through to you. Mm-hmm. One would say, well, if God spoke to Moses through a burning bush, why didn't he just come to Moses and tell him to do this? Well, you say, well, he did. He just did it through Jethro. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like Moses had to trust that God was telling him, showing him this is the way to do this through his father-in-law. Yeah. And that I, that's why this is such a great example of mentoring. Is, yeah. Yes. You look at a person like a Moses, whom we know God was speaking to directly, mm-hmm. but even in this particular case, he chose the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to do this through his mouth. Yes. And you have to have at least uh, the wisdom and humility to listen to what he's saying because what he's saying is not just good, but it's from me. And, it, and when you look at the, as it moves forward, it sets up Israel down the road to have order in, in throughout the whole nation. It's the same uh if you look at Exodus 18, it's what we use in the government today. Right. It's how we build a house of representatives uh, and the senators. Uh, you know, you have two senators per state. Right. You have one representative in the house uh, per X number of people. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, Wyoming, they have two senators just like every other state does. Yeah. But they only have one one representative right. in the house. One. Mm-hmm. Whereas California, I think, has like 80. Eight, yeah. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get into the electoral college. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole other word. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, but, but it's important, uh, you know, that you, you, you see these principles and you communicate them in a way that they can get it and use it. Yes, sir. Uh, so encourage the person. Don't just tell them, right. but encourage them. Uh, you, if it's something positive that's going to help them, it help them to see it as, hey, let me help you. So say say it, not to tear them down, but to build them up. Mm-hmm. Encourage with sound advice. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Lot, yeah. Uh, so what did Moses do? Verse 25. Moses chose able men out of all Israel and made them heads of the people. Chiefs. 
of thousands, chiefs of hundreds, chiefs of fifties, chiefs of tens. He 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 put it into practice, yeah. and it worked. Amen. He, uh, and, but to answer your question, what did he do? He listened. He listened. I mean, that's the first thing he had to do was just simply listen. Yeah. You know, like no, I, I'm the one who split the Red Sea. I'm the one who got the people out. I'm no, so I'll do it. No, he and just, you won't he, be around he, next year. This time, that's what do I'm trying to tell you. Else, if you don't listen, so he listened and just followed and wise counsel, and, and and it blessed the whole nation. That pride will tell you take over and run it as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, put your stamp on it. Do you it know, you want to. We look. There's no stamp to be put on ministry on yeah. doing spiritual things. The only the only personalization is God's. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You know, and and he does that in different administrations, but the same spirit. First mm -hmm. Corinthians twelve. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's the one that's choosing the different administration. Yes, sir. And uh, and we're just to yield to that. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy one thirteen says, "Choose for your tribes wise, understanding, and experienced men, and I will appoint them as your heads." Now, why do they need to be wise, understanding? They need to have a certain ability in order for them to be capable of leading. Right. They need to have the, the ability of, of wisdom, the ability of understanding, and uh, they had to have uh, the uh, reference points of, of experience. They had to have these abilities to make them capable of being the head. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes... We we're too fast to put people that uh, may be capable, but they may not have the ability yeah. to fit yeah. the capability. Mm. You learn that in sports. So uh, I remember um, I had a kid. He was tall, strong, and I wanted to make him a quarterback. Oh man, because he was smart, right? But uh, there were things about quarterbacking that he didn't have certain abilities to help him to be a good quarterback. Mm -hmm. And so he was frustrated. So he came to me and he, he made a suggestion. Could I hike the ball instead of the ball be hiked to me? Mm. In other words, I think my abilities, uh, you're trying to, to, to take me to a place I'm not ready yet. Yeah. And he saw it better than I did because, you know, it's like, I don't think I'd be as frustrated and I'd do a better job for you if you just let me hike the ball. Mm -hmm. best, one of the best sons I ever had. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he was big. Yeah. He was tall, you mm -hmm. know, so. Uh, but he was just as happy. Now, later on, he was able to do some other things. Mm -hmm. But I need to start with not just, oh, you, you're, you're big enough, you're capable, but uh, but are, do you have the abilities Ability. right. to make your cap what you're capable of effective yeah yeah that's so good. that's uh that's some leadership wisdom mm -hmm. so uh moses said i took the heads of your tribes wise and experienced men and set them over you uh commanders of thousands hundreds fifty now this is this is uh almost 40 years later mm -hmm. moses is repeating back to them in deuteronomy the wisdom he used that he got from jethro uh some 39 years before uh, in in, uh, in the book of, of Exodus. 
And so humility, going back to where we were at the beginning, humility and openness are essential to being mentored. Amen. Not just being humble, but being open. open. And to me, you know, you what makes you open is humility. Yes. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of uh, uh, two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Got to have it. Yeah. You can't grow without it. Can't I mean, grow you, without it because there's there's a lot that has to get unpacked. Mm-hmm. You none of when it, as it pertains to serving God, mm-hmm. none of us are. Uh, like inherently ready. No. You don't just come to this earth, I'm ready to lead, I'm ready to do this and do that for God. Um, there's things in us that oftentimes are just buried deep. Yeah. And it takes time for those things to come out, but the only way for it to come is is for that openness, and that openness, like you said, is is, is tied to that humility. Yeah. You know, so I have to humble myself, I have to open myself up. We have had some deep conversations. You know what's really cool about openness too? <laughs> is what helps me to be more open mm-hmm. is your openness because you're open and you'll share some things with me and I'll go, wow, that was really transparent. You know what else? Boo, 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 boo. And mm-hmm. now I'm able to be more transparent, open. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's interesting how the, the mentor really the leads openness creates in, in all of that trust. Yeah. 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 It, it creates uh, and mentor mentee relationship. Uh, there needs to be a trust level, absolutely, for it to be effective, absolutely. And and in closing, uh, Proverbs nine nine says this: Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Mm-hmm. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. Amen. And I, and and it's kind of twofold there. It it shows you the good that can be done, but it also speaks to not wasting your time. Yeah. Don't cast your pearls. Yeah. And, and this one. And there's always something more to learn. Yes. At no point in time do we reach, you know, the pin- I've reached the pinnacle oh, of the I've Christian walk. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if well, y'all, if anything, I need to come to me, I got the answers. Like, no, nah, we always have something we can learn. Well, spirituality, spiritual things uh, are not just, uh, they're, they're spiritual. They, they're, they're, they're beyond, you know, they keep going. You, they're not, uh, you can't put it in a box. Right. So you'll always be learning. Amen. Yeah. Well, with that said, um, that's, that's about it for what we got. Hopefully, hopefully that was a blessing to you and all those who listen. Um, what I'll do at this time, well, I'll toss it over to you. If you want to pray us, uh, pray us out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back with with part two of this next next week. I think next week we'll talk about Moses and Joshua. Oh, that's going to be good. Yeah. 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 that will be really good. So now we'll see a role reversal. Yeah, now Moses being the mentor. And, yes. Which is the goal. That's you the want goal. The, you want the mentor to, to have a mentee. That mentee becomes a mentor to the next and so forth. That discipleship. Yes, sir. A disciple is a person that makes disciples that can make disciples. Amen. Mentors that can men, mentor that create mentors that can mentor. Amen. Yeah. That's good. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. First of all, I just thank you for Stephen and I for... Uh, putting us together, uh, for allowing us to to help and to assist and to pour into one another's lives. Yes, Lord. What a beautiful thing. And to see where we are now uh, working together uh, to be a blessing to others. Yes, Lord. I'm so grateful. Uh, and I ask you, God, just continue to grow us and, and to continue to uh, lead us 
so that we are greatly beneficial for the kingdom. Yes, Lord. Through one another. Yes, Lord. And I pray that there are those that will hear this teaching and listen and, and, and will be doers and not just hearers of your word that will open themselves and humble themselves and allow themselves to be blessed by you through someone else. Yes, Lord. We're all vessels. Let us all yield to receive from your hand through the hands of men. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thank you guys once again for joining us. Uh, as always, if this podcast Bible study has been a blessing to you, share it with somebody because it'll be a blessing to them as well. Hit the like button. Hit that like button. Subscribe. All right. Thank you guys once again for joining us. And we'll catch you guys next time on New Philadelphia Ministries Bible Study. God bless. God bless.